Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. Hello, my friends and fairies. Welcome to August. It's August 3rd. It is a civic holiday here in Toronto, Canada. I don't know what that means. I just know it's holiday Monday, so everything is blissfully quiet and unhurried. I'm not sure if I'm going to do language of letting go or reflections or maybe both. So let's see what language of letting go yields us. August 3rd. Uh -uh. No, thank you. Okay, let's look at the daily reflections on this website that I like to go to that has all of the different readings for the day, all of the different recovery readings of the day. And it's, how do I say this word? Bluidkitty.com. B-L-U-I-D-K-I, yep, T-I.com. And it's daily recovery readings. And August 3rd. Daily Reflections to be of service. No, I don't want to do that one. 24 hours a day. Oh, okay, this one looks good. 24 hours a day, the AA thought for the day. We in AA must remember that we are offering something intangible. We are offering a psychological and spiritual program. We are not offering a medical program. If people need medical treatment, we call in a doctor. If they need a medical prescription, we let the doctor prescribe for them. If they need hospital treatment, we let the hospital take care of them. Our vital AA work begins when a person is physically able to receive it. Am I willing to leave medical care to the doctors? Meditation for the day. Each moment of your day, which you devote to this new way of life, is a gift to God. Oh, I love this already. The gift of the moments. Even when your desire to serve God is sincere, it is not an easy thing to give him many of these moments. The daily things you had planned to do, given up gladly so that you can perform a good service or say a kind word. If you can see God's purpose in many situations, it will be easier to give him many moments of your day. Every situation has two interpretations, your own and God's. Try to handle each situation in the way you believe God would have handled it. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may make my day count somewhat for God. I pray that I may not spend it at all selfishly. Okay. I can't help think about how I have been living through COVID in this time when I read this meditation. I don't can't ever pretend to know the mind or the will of God. God is a complex being we will never understand. And right at the beginning of the reading, it talks about something intangible. So if you're a person that can't deal with the supernatural or the intangible, you will have a problem with recovery. You will have a problem with the God concept because we can't distill it down into our own understanding. It's beyond our understanding, which is why we have to surrender 
our will and our lives, very tangible things, in order to receive that supernatural spiritual experience and spiritual awakening that brings about the personality change sufficient for recovery. That's what our program is. It's a personality change, meaning we look at things differently. We behave differently. We do things differently because the way we were doing them or the way we are still doing them is the thing that feeds our addiction. And so I can say, oh, this is how the 12 steps work when I read the words in black and white on the page. And I can say, this is how I pray. This is how I surrender. But the actual process of being freed from our addiction is something that can't be explained. Why is it that when we just change how we do things or we do the steps, something that was impossible before, which was not engaging in addictive behaviors or substances, is all of a sudden possible? That's called a miracle. And you can't have something make sense and have it be a miracle at the same time. You have to choose one or the other. Our book says either God is everything or he is nothing. And it took me years to really feel that. It's not something I could understand with my mind. It's something I feel in my heart and in my soul and in my spirit. He is everything. Now, that's particularly difficult when you look at evil and suffering. And the question of evil and suffering has been plaguing the ancient mystics and all of humanity since the beginning of creation. We don't know why it still falls into the category of God is everything or he is nothing. He either makes things happen or he allows things to happen. And we'll kill ourselves if we try and figure out why or how. We can ask God when we get to heaven, uh, where we're all going anyways. Something else that came up was um, each moment of your day which you devote to this new way of life is a gift to God. So that could mean your recovery, but that could be COVID. We are all living in a strange new world. It is a new world order. And so how we live our life, our strategy doesn't change. We accept that we don't know what's going on. We accept that we're powerless over it. And we sink into the moment. Right now, My husband is here and we are isolating, sorry, quarantining for two weeks because he's here from Nashville and that's what we have to do. And in the meantime, sure, some people would get nervous, even I did yesterday, that it might get boring. We might get bored. And so what do you do? You surrender to the moment. And I don't know if I'll ever have an intensive two weeks with him again as life goes forward because I don't know what tomorrow may bring. I don't know if our economy is going to crash. I don't know what's going to happen. But what I do is sink into the day and I wake up in the morning and I thank God that I have this new day where there's no real plan and he can sing songs and play his guitar for me and I can read the newspaper that comes every morning and we eat when we're hungry and we sleep when we're tired and we do other things when we feel other things, which happens a lot, by the way. (laughs) We're newlyweds. Leave us alone. Um. And, you know, I start my internship at my church very shortly, and I start a new online course for my Masters of Divinity shortly. And I don't know what that's going to look like. And I don't I know I'm stepping into a huge purpose, but I don't know when that's going to happen. I'm in it now, but I don't know when it's going to gain traction and I'm going to be busier than ever. So, you know, 
I know it's frustrating as a parent to be trapped with your children 24 hours a day, but I guarantee that in hindsight, all of us will have our own little regrets that we didn't sink fully into the moment because we wanted the moment to be over. And that's the way to extend time in an excruciating way. Like you ever notice how when you're waiting for something or you're in suffering, time goes by so slowly. But often just surrendering to it and realizing time is a weird concept anyways. It's a human construct like there is no time with God. God's timing doesn't make sense, especially when I think about the past or the future, like God's already in the future. Well, God doesn't exist that way. God is always in the now. It is always the present time to God. So maybe living that way and the the highest way to honor God and our recovery and the gifts in our lives is to dedicate it to him. And how we do that is we just accept what it is in the moment and have gratitude. That's it. It doesn't have to be put on the altar for God. It just means respecting that we have life and we don't know why. Why is there a spark of life in my chest that is my heart? Why is it still beating? Why do some hearts stop prematurely, if that is even a concept, prematurely? I don't know. But the best way to honor God is to just accept what I'm doing at the moment act like it's one of my last and thank him for the experience. (sighs) I love doing this. Well, I thank you for joining me on this August 3rd. And I wish you a God-surrendered day, a sinking into the moment, and that perhaps I will talk to you tomorrow. That's it. Bye. Bye.